You know, John, because I feel like I have to talk like this with this song. That 730 bump back yes. music. You know, John, we spent a lot of time talking about the Super Bowl. But there's also Valentine's Day coming up, too. Where are you going to take that special someone on Valentine's Day? No. It's, uh, yeah, just, it's very easy listening here at 730. Uh, <laughs> she has her own intro. That's so, the best part yeah, of it. Yeah, so Sarah Baker Hansen joins us. Did you choose this song, Sarah? Or did you, did you yeah, give like a... Of okay. Come right. on. Okay. I'm just checking. When you have so many so- songs named Sarah, <laughs> That's you true. have to choose them. That's true. <laughs> my, my old intro when I was on with Michael Severe was Elton John, The Bitch Is Back. Oh, all right. <laughs> now you did approve that, right? That wasn't just assumed by our friend I Michael. I hope so. No, I approved it. Okay. okay. I, I, knowing Michael, I would, I would assume that he would, you know, definitely make sure that everybody was on board. Like, how would but. you react if Michael just came to you? Hey, Sarah, got an idea for your bump music? Yeah, here it is. Just hear oh. me out. <laughs> Michael knows me, so he, he thought I, he knew I thought it was funny. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl, but also I think this was a very timely drop on SarahBakerHanson.com with some of the best restaurants in Omaha, too, as we kind of get ready for some places to go. Because I got to admit, I was I was looking at this last night because I, I know there's the places that I go to a lot when taking my wife out, especially if we're celebrating any type of anniversary or even Valentine's Day, but... I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm into sort of the hidden gems, and I, I'm curious with the amount of years that you have done what you do. How often do you sort of find some new ones, you know, annually? I mean, I think there are those classics that everyone returns to again and again, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, a restaurant gets added to that list. I think you know, Vmert is a classic. Valentine's Day, but I think more recently, you know, the boiler room has become Uh sort of a special occasion place for a lot of people. Uh, So, you know, I think fine dining is, you know, they've seen a lot of challenges over the past couple of years. Um, But I think, you know, Benson has some really solid ads in this area, like Au Courant, I think, would be one that's been added to that list in the past couple of years. That's mm-hmm. a newer fine dining place, but has that sort of romantic, special feel. Yeah. All right, Sarah, we're going to get your opinion here. Okay. What is the most romantic cuisine? Oh, got to be French. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I was. I was Not maybe going to go. I yes. Yeah. I was maybe going to go Italian, but then the more I think of it, ooh, you get a little full there too. I mean, sure. <laughs> I see what you're getting at, so yes. Any food, I think that's rich and difficult to make mm-hmm. and, you know, includes a lot of high-end, expensive ingredients, I think is what people associate with Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Now, speaking of Italian restaurants, though, um, so I have yet to go to Dante. And I know you have it listed. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I what am I doing, right? What the hell am I doing? I don't know. What are you? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but I, I know you have that uh, listed as one of the best Italian restaurants in Omaha. So can you if you were to talk about something that really does stand out, you know, because we, we look, we we can talk about Mexican restaurants, we can talk about all kinds of different cuisine, but there are always several of that particular 
cuisine you can find. So it's got to make it, it's got to make these places stand out. So tell me about Dante. What makes it stand out to you? Well, I think originally people really liked Dante for pizza, mm-hmm. and they do wonderful pizza. Uh, one of my favorite pizzas in the city. But I think they also became really known for homemade pasta. And a few years ago, I think people were less particular about pasta. Mm-hmm. They didn't really realize what it could be. And now <clears throat> we've been educated. And so Dante, I think, is the key in that education. Um, and their, their bolognese is some of the best in the city. Also, if you can get in on their lasagna night, mm-hmm. <clears throat> do it. Uh, right. Because it's really, really good. Right on. And I think, you know, I also, since we're talking about Valentine's Day, I have to mention that Dante also serves maybe one of my top three desserts in the city, butterscotch budino. Oh, whoa. That sounds and interesting. It, if you've never had it, you should try it definitely at Dante first uh, because it's the best there. Sort of like um, a butterscotch pudding mousse kind of thing mm-hmm. with um, a layer of whipped cream on the top and a sprinkle of sea salt. Oh, that sounds good. So if you like the salty, sweet mm-hmm. thing, this is your dessert. And I do. And I do. <laughs> right yeah. on. All right, Sarah, <laughs> yeah. your, your latest review hits me where I live because I love Indian food. I'm a big fan of the Vindaloo. Yeah. And it's got to burn my face off, right? So you reviewed. <laughs> Seems like that's possible. Yeah, you reviewed uh, Kinara, which has moved. Uh, just tell us a little bit about the the restaurant and what you thought of it. Yeah, so Kinara was in a sort of unassuming strip mall in West Omaha, Millard actually, um, and became really popular for takeout um, during COVID, and reopened their dining room, and quickly realized that they had totally outgrown their space. And so started to look for another space. And what's interesting is I've actually reviewed Canara twice. I reviewed it once in 2021 and then once last week. And I felt like when they were in their old space, they really were doing some of the most interesting Indian food in the city. And now they're in a space that I think really matches the food. It's a higher-end space. Um, it's, a, it's, a more, it's a classier space. And they've added a wine list, a cocktail menu. And they used to do some really interesting specials. And now they're doing those just as part of their regular menu. So there's a variety of price points. But the higher priced items are almost all made with locally uh, raised proteins with really interesting flavors. A lot of them are from uh, the area in India where the chef Ashish is from. And that's in southern India, a place called Kerala. And so if you're familiar with Omaha Indian food, you wouldn't have really seen these types of foods at a lot of other restaurants. Talking with Sarah Baker Hansen, and we're, we're giving all the guys out there and even even all of our, our ladies out there some, some pearls here for uh, Valentine's Day. But also, Sarah, I, I got to thinking when – Looking at some of the different restaurants that you've reviewed here recently and just sort of the list, I got to thinking about, you know, when we think of Super Bowl Sunday, we think of, you know, in-home parties. We don't necessarily think about going out as much. So as someone who makes a living, you know, going from place to place, what is your Super Bowl Sunday like? I mean, are you 
are you guys doing the traditional like going somewhere to you know a friend's place to watch the game and to enjoy great food? Are you guys hosting, or do you find yourself at a restaurant? I will be in Mexico City. Oh well, never mind then. <laughs> but oh. my the friend the friends we're visiting are well part of, one of the friends is from Nebraska, so we are absolutely having a Super Bowl Sunday celebration party in Mexico. Nice. So I'll post some photos of that. I'm guessing it it's not going to be what we would normally do. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Okay. So if you weren't yeah. going to Mexico, what do you typically do on this day? On that day, usually we have people over. Okay. Um, and I love making Super Bowl Sunday snacks. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fun. Um, some of my classics definitely got to have queso. Yep. Yes. Uh, that's one of my faves. Um, usually wings. Sometimes I make homemade pizza, like a grandma pie. Nice. Um, you know, all kinds of unhealthy but delicious. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a day to do that, it's it's this Sunday. And and it's another reason why Monday needs to be a national holiday, right? <laughs> Truly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. I'm always really into the halftime show. Okay. I'm excited for okay. I'm excited for Rihanna. All right. I'm 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 I was so excited last year with with Dre and Snoop and Mary J. Blige and Eminem that I my expectation level is not as high as it was a year ago, so I'm hoping that this thing will just be amazing because I've I've brought my expectation level a little bit down compared to a year ago. Oh wow! Yeah, I always have high expectations for the halftime show. Everybody can name I their really favorite one. Can you name your least favorite one? My least favorite one? Yeah. No, okay. but I can name my favorite one, which was Prince. Oh yeah, okay, that's a great one. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean. The rain. Yeah. I didn't care for the result because I was a Bears fan and the Bears lost in that one. But, yeah, oh, the, the, yeah. the halftime was, was nice. Yeah. I don't even remember who was playing. It was, it was, oh, I do, unfortunately. It was, it was the Bears and the Colts. And I barely do, lost. too, but that's for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure Matthew remembers that. He's yeah. a Bears fan. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you tell him, uh, you know, give him a virtual hug for me on that one as you bring up the Prince one there, too. Yeah, Sarah, what do you got? That. What do you got coming next? What uh, what's up next for you on the website? Where are we going after you get back from well, Mexico? After I get back, I have actually have a review that's going to come out while I'm gone <clears throat> next week, um, and I'm super excited about it. It's a place I've been wanting to write about and try for a little while, so um, that'll be a sneak peek of that. <clears throat> and then probably you know I'll have to write something about the food in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's. That's all I've got on the horizon right now. All right. Well, Sarah, safe travels. Uh, enjoy your time out in Mexico City. Always, uh, you know, I've never been to Mexico City myself. I've been to Mexico quite a few times. I always have a great time. So I'm sure you will I as will. well. We'll see you, uh, and right. we'll talk to you when you get back. Talk soon. All right. Thank you, Sarah. That is Sarah Baker Hansen, sarahbakerhansen.com. Uh, right now, and I think she put this one out maybe a couple of weeks ago, but the 16 best restaurants in Omaha, and you've got everything from the best uh, Omaha Steakhouse. You've got uh, the best restaurants in Old Market. You've got the best Italian places. You've got the best hidden gems in Omaha, which I was, uh, I'm always looking for that. And then something that I know my wife and I have been searching for. And there's some good ones, but we're looking for something different. And I think I have one there. Best Mexican restaurants in Omaha. Uh, she has Hacienda Real um, on top of El yet. Dorado as well. I've heard of El Dorado, but I have not 
uh, heard of Hacienda Real, and that is uh, over in 78th Street. Yeah, that's one I want to I want to check out because the way that she describes it, it sounds like it'd be right in my uh, not only in my wheelhouse but also in my price range too. <laughs> yeah, that's I, the great thing about these reviews too that she she gives you like the price range for entrees. So I mean, I I definitely encourage you uh, go to sarahbakerhanson.com in these reviews because I mean that's good information not only you know her breakdown of each place and what she likes about it but also getting a little bit more information on what you should expect to spend too again these are pearls it's all there for you man yeah, these are pearls I love the Mexican food too I think we're on yeah. the same wavelength there do you have a do you have a favorite place so La Mesa is there's a La Mesa right near my house mm-hmm. that that's kind of the go-to uh, I really like that. But you and I kind of live in the same area, yeah. and I've been to that La Mesa once before. I used to go to La Mesa a lot uh, later in or earlier in life. But um, and I did I see? Did you did you go to Rivera's over by the Phoenix? I had never gone there. No, I think did I hear that it closed? I don't know. Oh, it was it's very good. But I I do like me some La Mesa, and then if, if we're going quick, man. I'll get I'll get a spicy Diablo burrito from Abelardo's. Yeah. I'm not scared. Yeah. I want to check out this Hacienda Real. I think so we were I thought we went to El Dorado a long time ago. Down there in the South Omaha. I think we went there. Oh, there's a there's a there's a spot. It's not Mexican food. It's uh Salvadoran Guatemalan food. Yeah. Um it's called La Chosa. Just a little hole in the wall joint in mm-hmm. South Omaha. Oh my goodness. Those are some of the, like again oh. those those hidden gems. I'm telling you that I, I love that. Yeah, if you're looking for just like an out of the way, this is a little different. La Chosa, okay. C H O Z A in in South O. Man, that place is great. I'm gonna have you text that to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, some some really great reviews on there. Uh, but I yeah, I love like just some of the breakdowns of just uh, it, it's Sarah has ventured out as she does and his puts a lot into. You know, just the overall ranking, and I mean, she she'd be the first to tell you there are there are a lot of them that could make the list, but uh, these are some good ones to check out if you haven't already. And yeah, like Dante, I've I've known it's existed for a long time. I knew about the pizza and everything. I that's one of the places that you would probably be shocked if I told you, but I've uh, never gone. Dante's Pizza is legit. That's it's, that's what everybody it's says. Really I should be taking notes during these segments. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't keep up. I, I did at the beginning. I still have a note on my phone about steak places and so. Yeah, my buddy, by the way, just confirmed Rivera's is closed. That sucks that's, because it was really good. The, the pizza place that nobody ever talks about that I absolutely love is Brick Oven. Mm-hmm. It's right over there by Nebraska Furniture Mart, and it's just a little hole-in-the-wall joint. They their crust is the best in town, as far as I'm concerned. See, and that's it's, key right there. It's so good. Give me some good crust, and Damn, you can I'm see like, you can see the brick oven with the wood fire going right in the back. You can see when they shove the pizza in yeah. there with the big something stick. about that too. I, I've been brick to oven gets it done. You know, you know what's kind of fancy. And uh, my wife and I went to a wedding in Colorado uh, for one of my wife's friends, and during the reception, it was outdoors. Uh, it was kind of in the Boulder area. They actually had, as part of the uh, the food, they had a brick oven pizza. And it was oh. being made around the clock. So even yeah. a- after like the actual formal dinner, like you're dancing, having a good time, having some drinks, you could just get like a little mini pizza out of the brick <laughs> oven. That was, and it was a legitimate brick oven. Like That's I was, awesome. was waiting for mine to get done. Like this is pretty, this is pretty sweet. It's pretty fancy. Just I, I, don't, I don't know if that would have been in our, our wedding budget. But, I, know, uh, 
a lot of cool. places say no drinks on the dance floor. Did they have a no pizza on the <laughs> yeah. dance floor rule? Well, he's outdoors. So unless you, you know, might. Outdoors you might enti- you, with pizza. Yeah. Wow. Mm. How could you go wrong? No. And we were right by. Um, Did you see Jake Plummer there? No. And I'm, uh, God. See, John, I mean, we already had John Schreiner today, but this is why you're a true pro. <laughs> because this is a great segue into the next segment, which you pointed out to me, and I just, I lost it reading this. So we all remember Jake the Snake Plummer. Some of us Nebraska fans remember Jake for unfortunate reasons. That's when he torched Nebraska uh, 19 to nothing coming off of the national champ, the back-to-back national championship years of 94 and 95, that it was the first loss for Nebraska uh, since those national championships, and Jake Plummer had a lot to do with it. And of course, remember, uh, you know, had a little bit more than a cup of coffee in the NFL. Solid pro career. Mm-hmm. He was a a yeah. regular starter in the NFL. Yeah, he was a face. Is that a playoff game when he won in Texas Stadium against the Cowboys? Has yeah. essentially ended there. And I feel like we could play. Jimmy, this. I feel like all of your NFL memories are just disappointments from the Cowboys. <laughs> like I mean, pretty that's much the you get the of idea. Your NFL memories. If, it's just, if Josh, how disappointing can I make this? If Josh Peterson and I ever did a radio show together, it would basically have every bump be like Radiohead or something coming back. And I was like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, but at least your Super Bowl run. At least I remember. Was Josh exactly, does not. Well, yeah, that and your Super Bowl run was more recent than mine. I mean, I, still, mine, I, I still got clean to eighty-five, just barely more True. recent than mine. I was six years old when the Bears won. True, that. yours was a year before the. Yeah, yeah. you I know. Was yeah, 10. Do you guys realize what happened after the um, the Bears uh, Super Bowl? So I do the Challenger? Yeah, explosion. So it's their fault, <laughs> dude. Whoa. There's a tease right there. The Bears How had the nothing Bears led to do. To a tragedy. They had nothing to do with some oversights and inspection of the Space Shuttle Challenger. What American tragedy is going to follow the next Jeez. Bears Super Bowl win? <laughs> we'll Jeez. tell you after this. Wow. <laughs> you guys, come on. Jeez. Uh, but so I feel like we Wait, could, we I could... see we are going with this also. The last time the Chiefs won a Super Bowl, a global pandemic shut everything down for the year. Oh, no. Oh, geez. So we really do have to root for the Eagles. America's team, the new America's team. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Sirianni's got a chip, by the way. Uh, we'll get that later. But, yes, yeah, so we could play this game every every freaking hour of where are they now with people we remember in professional sports. The Jake Plummer one. Hmm. I don't know if you would uh, You're gonna find this one necessarily map this one out uh, as part of his future, but uh, we'll tell you exactly what Jake Plummer is doing uh, right after the break. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley, 1620 The Zone.